You are listening to the Pencil and Paper Podcast Network. Welcome to the Palace of Mega Pixels. This is Super Mega Crash Brothers Turbo! Welcome to Super Mega Crash Brothers Turbo. I'm your host, Stephen White. With me, as always, is my co-host, Alicia Finley. Oh, happy Monday. And returning to the Palace of Megapixels is a fellow gamer, podcaster, content creator who may be busier than I am. It seems like it half the time. Uh, <laughs> whether he's writing articles for geek to geek Media or appearing on podcasts like Too Young for This Trek or the Super Switch Club, you can find him just about anywhere on the internet, but no place more important than his personal playthrough podcast with a name more ridiculous than ours from Maybe. Troidal Power Presents, the Power Playthrough Podcast with Troidal Power. Please welcome, what was your name again? Oh, <laughs> I, I, Troidal Power, that's right. See, it's all about that SEO. If I put my name in everything, then SEO works, right? Is that right? I think that's what SEO is. That's I what think. it seems like. I for I forgot you did flourishing intros and I'm sitting over here blushing once again. <laughs> Hello. Hello. I'm happy happy Welcome. to be back. Yes, you were excited about Games Fest and mm-hmm. you wanted to talk about it, so we thought, hey, why not? Let's let's make this happen. We all have a lot to talk about coming oh to God, Games right? Fest and I feel like we're not even gonna get to everything because there's no as we're recording, still going on. Yeah. Right. As we're recording, <laughs> only what, two, three days have happened? Thus far, I, I, I was gonna say the Xbox Bethesda showcase is in a uh, hundred and thirteen minutes from mm. now, so I, I think that's our hard out for this. Is is we got to go watch the Xbox showcase after? Right, this. right. So we got to figure <laughs> that out. Yeah. There's so many. There's so many games. There's so many games. There yeah. really is. Yeah, I can't wait to see what uh, Xbox and Bethesda has in store for us later on today. So. I was really surprised going through my YouTube video feed, and it was just like game after game after game. And I was like, geez, man, come on. I don't know if I'm going to be able to cover all these. So we'll get to everything that we can. Oh, I don't know that we will. And if we we'll if get we miss to something. everything that jumped out. Yeah. yeah. Like, that's go. all we, we can, can do. They took we five days. We can't do it in a couple hours. And like we said, it's still going on. So, uh, yep. yeah. So before we dive in too deep, I do want to uh, kind of bring up something we brought up last week just to kind of. You know, let everybody know. If you're still having trouble finding the pod, I'm working on it. I'm trying. We made our move last week, and just in case you you missed it, we moved from one platform to another, hosting platform, Podbean to Anchor. Seemed like the right move mm-hmm. at the time. Everything seems to be going fine on Anchor's end. I will say, uh, Podbean, man, they were cold-hearted. So let me explain this, okay? Didn't want to let it go, huh? No, 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 because as the, as the pod was, I was making sure everything was fine. I was making sure that I didn't miss anything. Everything rolled over. Everything seemed fine. The only thing I noticed is that all my descriptions didn't roll over to Anchor. So I, it's essentially the base tagline is, is all that really kind of rolled over as far as descriptions. So I was like, all right, well, I can relabel everything, get it kind of back on track. It'd be no problem. 
So with that in mind, I was like, well, I guess I could just go ahead and cancel the, the Podbean account. Just, you know, I don't really need it now. Everything seems fine. It'll be, it'll be fine. Mm-hmm. And I go to cancel. And they start with that, oh, are you sure? What did we do wrong? Ah. And it was like, no, 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 it's nothing. I just, I can't it's justify. It's not you, it's me. <laughs> right. I was like, I can't justify paying for this if I'm not getting anything. So I'm wasting money. And over here, they're not charging me anything. And I'm all I got to do is put in a little extra work, but it's fine. So yeah. I'm just going to go over here because they're doing me right with all these other podcasts. So I'm just going to, I'm just going to go over here. And they're like, are you sure? Are you sure? Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sorry. I'll come back if if it's, you know, financially feasible at some point. Trying to get, you know, be nice. Yeah. And boy, when I hit that cancel, I was cut off. Everything. Boom. Just they ghosted. were done with me. Wow. So I couldn't they even. Asked. And and so that almost kind of panicked me a little bit because it was like, oh, shit. I didn't get all my descriptions from all my episodes. So they just locked me out of everything. But. If you remember, they all roll over to YouTube, so they're all there. Oh, so okay. I can just take them from there. But still, that was just, that was cold. Like, we're stealing your stuff, man. She's like, well, fine. Shut the door in my face. Right. They're done. I broke up with them too hard, so I apologize. Super but, mega who? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's what it really felt like. It was just like, <laughs> fine. Just, we're done with you. Yeah. So. I did I did that same transition a long, long, long ago. I my podcast was on Podbean, and uh yeah that's that was my experience too it was like a couple issues with like the the descriptions and stuff went a little bit weird mm-hmm. but that yeah it was like Podbean's support was fairly responsive to me <laughs> and then they weren't like it was like okay we're done yeah uh, yeah Podbean yes. did auto descriptions though, didn't they? Where like you add a template for your descriptions Good, and it pulls yeah. automatically. Mm. God, Anchor doesn't do that. That's the one thing that bugs me about Anchor. I and set that's... up a keyboard replacement on my computer, so I just I hit exclamation point T P P for Total Power <laughs> Podcast, and it dumps all of my description stuff in for me. Right, and that's that's where it kind of got. It was very factory like, so I could just upload it. Boom, done. Everything was ready. Yep. Even saving text-based descriptions just like going ahead and like if i knew what the show was going to be i just set up everything without the file and i'll come Mm -hmm. back to that later because i know it's going to be there so there were things that made it easier even the youtube video now i've got to do that and i'm okay with that because i can put a little flourish to them which you know everybody watching today's episode of the youtube let me just say I just I put a little extra work in for the for the titles, Ooh. so go watch that mm-hmm. if you're if you're not a YouTube subscriber or if you're not why are you not? I'm just gonna say that I know you're listening. We tell on you every preferred. week. Just saying, <laughs> there's other stuff on the YouTube. Anyway, uh, but yeah, I just wanted to bring that up. I'm I'm really working on. It. I feel like the the pod is still everywhere. I haven't seen anywhere i can't find it initially so i feel like the rollover went over quite well but i don't know but we'll it's see. all the behind the scenes stuff that's a headache as far as as far as people listening they, they don't they didn't even know they didn't no. know nothing happened well, good. it's, it it's just all headaches for, for you yeah that's what i'm hoping <laughs> for yeah so troidal i i hmm. got a I got a question for you what have you been playing oh goodness um 
Okay, so Elden Ring came out a while ago, and mm-hmm. I didn't get it because I had played. I tried to play Dark Souls, and I tried to play Bloodborne, and I was like, "These games are bad and terrible, and I don't understand them." Fair. And then people kept talking about how good Elden Ring was, and I had actually bought Dark Souls on my Switch, and so I was like, "It's sitting there. I'll give it another shot." So around the time that Elden Ring came out, uh, probably about a week or two after it came out, I started playing Dark Souls, and then I just like didn't play any other video games until I finished Dark Souls. And then as soon as I finished Dark Souls, I started playing Bloodborne, and this week I finished Bloodborne, and then on Friday I went to my local library, because my local library rules, and I checked out Elden Ring from the local library, and yesterday I basically had three screens going. This is going to make me sound like the parent of the year. I had one screen was video game press conferences, one Mm -hmm. screen was Elden Ring, and one screen was Paw Patrol, and me and my kiddo (laughs) just hung out and played played Elden Ring and watched Paw Patrol and video game stuff all day. Uh, Elden Ring is very good, and the Dark Souls games are good, and I was wrong when I said they were bad. They are very hard, (laughs) but they're very hard in a very specific way where you can learn to play them, but Here's the trick. If anybody out there is like, I've tried playing Souls games. They're terrible. They're too hard. They don't make any sense. They don't tell you anything. That's all very true. The trick to enjoying a Souls game is you have to be talking to someone who already likes Souls games as you play the Souls game so that you can be like... It'd be like if in Mario... It'd be like if in Mario, in order to jump, you had to hold up on the D-pad and press the jump button and also put the controller behind your head at the same time, but the game (laughs) never told you that. But then once someone tells you that, you're like... Uh, okay that's weird but i guess i can do that i'll try it yeah right that's kind of how the souls games works is you have to have somebody teach you how to play the game because the game has no interest in teaching you how to play the game but once you know how to play them they're really really cool but you gotta get past that hurdle first well i'll let you have that part (laughs) (laughs) yeah I, I, I think I, uh, first boss in Bloodborne, I think. Mm. And as soon as uh-huh. I, I finished that, I just set it down and I walked away. Like that was enough of an accomplishment for me that I um, didn't want to do anymore. No. No. It was already frustrating enough. <laughs> I think we've expressed our disdain for the franchise. Yeah. I've tried. I'm happy for people who love them. Play what you love. Play what you love. Yeah. Makes me mad, though. <laughs> what about you, Lace? What you been playing? I played Cult of the Lamb demo. Oh, okay. Because I wanted to finally check it out, and I got around to it, and it's adorable and cute, just like you think. And it's kind of, um, you know, dungeon crawler. You're playing the one lamb, you know, you got sacrificed, you go down, and like, ah, the, even death won't be able to stop you. you. I'll give you life if you go start my cult. And mm. of course, of course I will. So <laughs> you go through and you just, uh, well, it was a short demo. I think it let me go until I, I finally died, which was about 25 minutes or something. And because I was still learning how to dodge and roll mm-hmm. around <laughs> instead of me, I rolled right into them instead of away. <laughs> so it was the first time I plugged in a controller in a long time because the mapping for the keyboard like clearly doesn't come from a person who plays on keyboard. Mm. It made zero sense and would not let me remap. So I'm hoping that's changed on full release. Yeah, um, that would be nice. Because the arrow buttons on the right side to move, who does that? No. Who does that? It's WASD till we die. 
this this we haven't done that since the 90s we've moved over to the left hand yeah just saying just saying. <laughs> it drove me crazy uh control was uh dodge i think c was attack i'm like what did you i have to get a controller out now because this doesn't make any sense this makes zero sense where my hands would fall to play keyboard and mouse so i gave up and plugged in the controller so yeah just even even as someone who's not a pc gamer i'm sitting here looking at my keyboard trying to figure that out and my hands are like no not at all so um, unless they fix it or give you the ability to map it, I think you're just going to have to suck it up on this one and use a controller because even Lace uses keyboard and mouse for platformers, okay? And this one this one defeated me because it just made no sense for my brain where to go to <laughs> hit buttons. Uh, but outside of that, I didn't really do a whole lot because work was kicking my butt this week and I was trying to cram a bunch of Summerfest into one day. So yeah, what have you been playing? Uh, nothing. Uh, absolutely nothing. No. I may have played Lego Star Wars last weekend, mm-hmm. and I don't even feel like I got to play that long. It was just like I picked it up for an hour, and then I had to put it back down. And I was—I yeah. swear to God, adulting is killing me these days. Mm-hmm. I just—I never feel like I have me time. I just—I want to play a game. I want to—I just want to sit down and play a game for hours on end. And speaking of which, and I'm kind of hoping I can. I don't know how this is working. I don't know if it'll be worth doing. I hope it is because it sounds like it would be fun. But I got, I found, or I was sent a link to something. Now, granted, Lace, I know this isn't your bag. Uh, Troidal, this this may be something you want to look into. And if you do, I don't know what your Facebook status is. I know Lace is. Mm. <laughs> anyway. I got rid of Facebook. Never felt better. Yeah. But it's been years. It's great. <gasps> Apparently, St. Jude is doing like a uh, gaming fundraiser, and you can sign up to log your gaming hours, then however it works, you play for a certain period of time, kind of like a marathon or something like that, and then I guess whatever you play, you log those hours, and then you're earning money for St. Jude. That's my understanding of how this works. So, someone sent me a link to it, I looked into it, signed up, we'll see what happens, you know, yeah. I, I hope it, it's it's at least worth doing. If it takes an hour of my time and I'm helping somebody, hey, why not? Yeah. You know, playing the games, that's what that's what we love to do. So yeah. <laughs> we'll so see hard. if that Such happens. a big ask. Yeah. Such a big ask. <laughs> uh, but outside of that, yeah, nothing. I played nothing. I did, uh, well, I don't know if I want to bring it up now or not. Because I did play one other thing, but it's something that we might bring up in the summer games fest chit chat so okay I'll, uh, all right i think i'll save it i'll save it for me for as that. well because i'll be honest with you i didn't prep nothing i was okay. <laughs> outside of game fest outside of game fest because okay. um with it have gone on like thursday mm-hmm. and friday and having zero time to watch either day i was trying very hard all day yesterday to go through it all so obviously i was like there's too much here and then to look for news also i don't know that i'll i don't know that one day was enough time for me to pack it all in so i apologize guys but it's games we'll be talking lots of games yes <laughs> lots of tons games. of games there's hey, can too I, many i actually had to give up i'll admit can i give you a yesterday. little news before, of course. before we do game fest because it turns out as i was just looking there, there's a, a 
a guy twitter handle toads anime who is a, a, a games marketing guy that i've interacted with a few times through geek to geek stuff but he does twitter threads of all the games fest stuff mm, and so yeah. that's that's my notes i started trying to take notes and then i was like he literally writes down every single trait i'm just gonna use his twitter threads but apparently there was an xbox news announcement on uh thursday that was not part of anything they just xbox was just like hey guess what uh xbox game pass is coming to samsung tvs and i I completely missed that until just now looking at his threads well i wasn't Uh, watching it like i didn't start from day one jeff and just roll through (laughs) that's the thing this wasn't part of keely's thing it wasn't part of ign they just ign was just like hey guess what uh, there's going to be a Game Pass app uh, uh, starting June 30th on Samsung TVs. Alright. Ta-da! Okay. No, well then no later Xbox on we'll required. find out what's coming to Game Pass. And then and then they also said that there's a thing called Project Moorcroft, which is hey, guess what? There's game demos on Game Pass now. Ta-da! And, oh, nice! Uh, and then they were like, a uh, bunch more c- controller colors from Xbox, which is great mm-hmm. for the design labs. Did you guys see the, the Pride one? It's got like 38 different pride flags all like crisscrossing oh, all over it. the controller. It's a great sentiment. It's it's a little bit hideous, um, <laughs> but it's it's a very like cute idea. And they are saying it is it is just a permanent addition to uh, their their whole whatever that thing is called uh, design mm. lab. You can just do a pride uh, flag now. Um, and uh, yeah, it's a little busy, but I, li- it's but, it's okay. a lot. But but the yeah. sentiment I like um, the sentiment for sure. But yeah, it's yeah. definitely a busy design. Uh, more cloud gaming news coming to Argentina, New Zealand today. Uh, and uh, cloud gaming coming to Windows 11 and Microsoft Edge browsers. And five new exclusives are coming from uh, Xbox Studios in fiscal year 2022 that apparently haven't been announced yet. But they were just like, hey, guess what? We got more You're games You're breaking coming. my heart because like, I want to listen to Xbox so bad and we're too early. But that's the thing is this <laughs> wasn't even the Xbox this? thing. This was just like... Xbox is like, here's the stuff that just, it's not even important enough to put in the Xbox showcase. Hey, you know how they bought Activision Blizzard? Xbox wants, quote, as many titles as possible oh, from sure. the Active Blizzard library on Game Pass the moment that that acquisition is complete. Nice. Uh, and then finally, uh, hey, Starfield's still supposed to be good, says Phil Spencer. Um <laughs> that that was the last part of that they just yeah they just, I'm, they just did all this out of nowhere interesting on a yeah i'm hoping we'll see more of that today with starfield um but keep in mind we are talking about a showcase of bethesda and you know it can be hit or miss we've yeah. seen xbox train wrecks yeah well yeah, just i'm curious we're talking about bethesda be in general exclusively bethesda or yeah i'm curious i don't know what's gonna be in today's thing i don't know i don't know we'll have to wait and see Maybe but, that's why uh, they put all that out randomly in a press release on Thursday because yeah, they're like, maybe. this isn't Bethesda-centric. It's like, we, we or there's wanna... just too much to put in, like, their hour or whatever yeah. they're doing. I mean, anyway, I, I, that was my oh, news that wasn't a Game Fest news. No, thing. thank you, because I was <laughs> I was actively just trying to make sure I consumed as many game trailers as possible <laughs> that I, I had to give up about, I don't know, mid-after or late-afternoon yesterday because it's like, I'm never going to so, so, consume so you, all of this week. You have zero news? Yeah, no. There okay. was it was impossible no, for fine, uh, sorry. Like I just I wanted hours to, was I, not enough time for all I, of that. I wanted to be I sure. I had to stay overtime a lot this week at work, so I ran from this PC the instant I could clock out. Okay. I just I just wanted to be sure before I I veered us in that direction. Oh, yeah, no. Yeah, totally. Okay. That 
that was it. I, I did but, lots I mean, of game trailer watching. Hey, Troidal came in with the news. He was just like, I got headlines. Ba-bam, yeah, ba-bam, ba-bam. Go. ba-bam. So, <laughs> hey, it works. I've got two, though, I thought oh, I thought were worth uh, bringing up. Just a little quickets. We got you, but, Come yeah, on. Yeah, we got you. We got hey, you covered. Hey. So, there was an announcement saying that on June 16th at 3 p.m. Pacific Daylight Time or Standard Time, whatever time we're on anymore because it'll change here soon uh there's going to be a square enix event for 25 years of final fantasy 7 oh yeah the uh hope is we're going to get to see final fantasy 7 remake part 2 or whatever it's going to be called we'll finally get a glimpse of that whether that happens i'm not saying but i'm just stating that they're doing this thing it's very likely we'll get to see something about that game finally. Because it's been, what, two years since the last one came out? I just assume we talk about things and then in 10 years we'll go, oh, yeah, remember that thing we oh, announced yeah. 10 years ago? We have to start <laughs> over because there's a new engine. Mm-hmm. You know, so then we're like, okay, never mind. So. Why are you going to and- come for Metroid Prime 4 like that? Come on. <laughs> <laughs> And lastly, I'm just I'm gonna throw this one out as a truth or trash, guys. So uh, you get to guess. Ooh, okay. Are you ready? Mm-hmm. Truth or trash. God of War Ragnarok is slated to release in November. I'm gonna say true because I feel like they've been aiming for this year. They've they've not strayed from that yet. They, I, I I've I mean, seen you the reporting get them Christmas on that. Numbers? Yeah. But here's the thing, PlayStation just had big old they just had a big old party last week and they didn't even mention God of War. If they really knew it was gonna be in November, I feel like they would have said. Yeah. I feel like that would have uh, been the I time. Mean, I don't know. I think uh, maybe some um, studios are learning to not give hard dates because they're big fat liars and have to keep pushing things <laughs> out. So like I, I, I wouldn't say anything if I were them anymore. But Okay. You could be right. I'm going to say it's true, but here's my twist on it. Here's here's my theory. The okay. reason they didn't announce it, announce it last week is because I've heard people theorize the reason Nintendo hasn't announced when their Direct is going to be for June because Nintendo always has an E3 Direct. E3 doesn't exist. You assume they're still going to do a June Direct, but they haven't said it. I've heard people say that what they're doing is Nintendo's going, we're going to go last because then that's the thought everyone leaves on so a lot of people are saying this this coming week as this episode's coming out is when nintendo's going to put out an announcement mm-hmm. my new theory is that the day after nintendo's direct whenever nintendo has their next direct the day after that we get a big old god of war trailer with an announcement with release date and all that good stuff so that yeah. so that sony can be like yeah 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 you're cute over there with your marios and your luigis but look kratos is real buff in this one right I, I can see that being him. plausible. I would want them to land together, personally. <laughs> okay. So, you heard it here first. If uh, Sony gives Nintendo the big middle finger with their God of War trailer, just out of the blues, be like, hey, we got a new state of play. It's about an hour long. And it's nothing but God of War. <laughs> we know what they're doing. I don't think so it's even going to be that. I think it's it's going to be like a four-minute trailer, and that's it. Like... Not even, not even announcement. They're gonna do Nintendo style, where Nintendo will just like hop onto Twitter one day and be like, "There's a new Paper Mario game coming out next month," and everyone's like, "What? How could you do what? this, Nintendo? You didn't." I think that's what Sony's gonna do. Sony's. Gonna I be like, like that way to do it, though. They're just gonna drop a trailer on Twitter and not say anything yeah. about it, and the internet. Why will not? Explode. Yeah, I'm down for it. 
Okay, so since I guess we don't have any more news to speak of, let's talk Games Fest. I don't really know where to begin. I don't either. So I've got a list of certain games that I want to talk about that I saw that uh, caught my eye. So I guess that might be the way we do this is uh, I can toss out something and, you know, you guys could toss out something and we'll just kind of, until we hit a nice margin to where it says, oh yeah, this is, I think we've covered just about all the things we want to talk about. Mm -hmm. That seems fine. So I guess I'll start. So it kind of goes back to what I was talking about. They did... Uh, a quick showcase for Saints Row coming uh-huh. out later yeah. this year. There's a Boss Factory character creator that you can download right now for free and go ahead and pre-make your boss. Now, granted, I'm sure there are a lot of options that are locked for now. But probably there are, I mean, there's plenty to choose from. So don't sit there and think, oh, there's nothing to do. I did this. That just... That just sold me that the first two hours I'm playing this game will be probably stuck it overwhelmed at all the options I can make for my human or boss or person or whatever. See, that's what's brilliant about this, though. This is what every company should do is just put the character creator out like a week or two before the game. And that way, people who are already going to buy the game can make their character and start playing when the game actually launches. And people who weren't already going to play the game can go make a character for free. And guess what? Now they're invested. Now they're like, well, I've already made the character. I want to go see what it looks like when they beat someone to death with a giant dildo baseball bat. I'm sorry. I picked up Saints Row 3 again (laughs) after this because I was like, I was playing Saints Row 3 on the Switch. That was pretty good. And it turns out I had left off just before unlocking that thing, which Stephen will probably Uh. put a big censor beep over because even on an explicit podcast, sometimes, sometimes. uh, I know. Yeah, those games, uh, those games go places. They're, they're fun. They're fun. They I are. always had so much fun. With I had to games, show it to Becky. It is silly. I was like, do you know the name Saints Row is a game? Becky doesn't play video games very much. Uh, she plays games oh, when okay. I'm like, hey, ch- play this game. It's cute. And she'll play it for an hour and be like, that was cute. Um, yeah. I was like, do you know Saints Row? And she's like, no. And I was like, well, what happened is Grand Theft Auto was like, we're going to be serious. And Saints Row was like, that's dumb. We're going to make Grand Theft Auto, but even less serious. And then I showed her the giant dildo baseball bat, and she was like, "Yep, yep, that that just yeah. seems like Grand Theft Auto, but but more." Um, but <laughs> I'm really curious about yeah. the new Saints Row because it, it, the the first impressions of it felt like it was doing that Grand Theft Auto turn to me that Grand Theft Auto did with uh with four, where it was like, "This is the serious Saints Row," and I was I was really kind of bummed out about that because. Like, 2 and 3 are the sweet spot of Saints Row for me, where it was just really ridiculous. 4 went too far, I think. But Mm. the more I've seen of Saints Row recently, it looks like they are in that. I mean, you can, like, launch yourself out of a car and fly around in a flying squirrel suit and then grappling hook onto that. I'm like, okay, cool. That that looks like Saints Row now. I'm good. That's that's what I've heard the the sweet... Like, that's what they were attempting to do, hit that sweet spot, because that does seem to be the consensus between 2 and 3 seem to be the favorites. Yeah. And, you know, one is less serious than the other, and they wanted to try and find a balance, and that's what this is supposed to be. So hopefully it does hit all the the right spots for fans, because I'm, if I was to choose between two and three, I'm going for three. Like, I love the insanity of it all. Not to dismiss two, but that's where I had the most fun with it. I was like, this is an insane fucking game. Yeah. <laughs> I want to play this. That's fair. If you made it into blocks, like one is a block and two is a block and three is a block. I want to be like a third of the way into three is about my sweet spot in terms of like 
the 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 groundedness versus the absurd. And by yeah. like by the end of three, it starts to be like this is a little weird. And then four is like, what if you had superpowers? And I'm like, F- fun in principle, but it becomes yeah. a different thing at that point. Nobody played Gat Out of Hell here. I tried I did. playing Gat like, Out of no Hell. No love for those. Like, last I year, thought that was fun though too. It's super ridiculous it too, just, of course, because you're in hell and you're like, no, I'm not. I'm just gonna fight hell now. <laughs> I'm gonna fight hell with Uzis. <laughs> Why not? Great. Yeah. Right in in an armchair gun. <laughs> Like, come on. You had an armchair gun. You just rolled around in an armchair. Lazy boy. The problem for me with four, because this is a relevant conversation to have right now in our Summer Games <laughs> Fest episode. The problem with Saints Row 4 is that they made they made driving irrelevant. And, like, they that did, should yeah. be a core fun thing in a Grand Theft Auto type game. And they made the driving totally irrelevant because you could run and jump faster than you could drive and at that point like cool you're making a crackdown game now not a grand theft auto game and i like a crackdown game Mm -hmm. but like that's a different you're in a different category at that point and right the new one looks very much like it is the driving's still going to be a core thing but also the the wingsuit like gives you an alternative so i i i'm really optimistic about it i think it's gonna be a lot of fun too. Also, it's yeah. pouring rain here. Can you guys hear that? Is it coming through? On... I actually can't. Oh my gosh, it's so loud. Okay, but I don't hear well. <laughs> I have like a metal roof above me, and so like on my end, it's so loud. But it doesn't look like it's coming through the recording. We're good. We're fine. What's no, next? we're good. We're good. Yeah. So people, if you hear this faint sound of something, don't worry about it. It's fine. Yeah. Uh, Troidal, what do you have? Man, I'm What's just really, I'm to? just really excited about the Rock's personal gym and his energy drinks, and that he's just <laughs> hanging out. <laughs> talking to us about his gym for um i'm excited about teenage mutant ninja yeah. turtles uh shredder's revenge yes. which obviously yes. we've seen a lot of already i already knew i was gonna like it but the new announcements that came out with this are uh casey jones is a playable character which is fantastic because mm-hmm. i love casey jones um casey jones is the best part of the second new teenage mutant ninja turtles movie and i haven't even seen that movie but it's got casey jones in it and he's played by Stephen amell <laughs> so just like clearly that's averages. the best part of that movie uh, it's got yeah. six-player co-op, which I believe I saw mm-hmm. is online cross-platform. Um, the cross-platform that part I'm not too. positive about, but I'm pretty sure it is. Uh, yeah. Day one on That's Game cool. Pass, which is fantastic. Yeah. And uh, if you order the limited run games, limited physical edition, it comes with a coupon for a free personal pan pizza from Pizza Hut, which is the I'll dumbest and greatest thing I've ever heard. Apparently. Well, I mean, maybe those of us back in the day remember playing Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles in a Pizza Hut. Okay. Nope. Apparently the, the <laughs> NES game. Maybe actually they're came trying to that. hit all our nostalgia. Fields. The NES game came with a personal pan pizza coupon. And the guy who runs limited run games was like, we have to do this. I was reading about people. Um, like I said, I follow a few marketing people from doing the geek to geek stuff. And I, I was reading marketing people being like, y'all don't understand how difficult pulling off a coordination between a video game and pizza hut is like, this is absurd that this is happening. This was clearly like the dude who runs limited, yeah. green, limited run games. Pipe dream is like, we're going to have a pizza with this game. And that just makes me really happy. I like limited run. I feel like they always do. Yeah. I, you know, good for those things. I am so you know, at least makes it fun. I am not a physical video game person at all anymore in fact mm. i the past couple weeks have been selling off my old games which hurts me a little bit but i yeah. i kind of wish that i was still interested in physically collecting just because i like places like limited run games and premium premium edition games because they're doing mm-hmm. they're they're they are putting a 
different sort of commitment onto the same nerdery that we all have and i like respect the hell out of them for it yeah even though i'm like i'm not gonna buy your products because it's a dangerous hole for me to go down because if i start like that's 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 a bad place for me to go that's all she wrote so yeah it is not cross play uh just to kind of clarify at least it's not been announced okay to be cross play as of yet i was curious because no, no word on it the scott pilgrim game is from the same developers and i don't think that one has cross play so i don't know i hope i hope they figure that out because yeah, that would be good but since I it's mean, on six game player pass, mode might be a little crazy anyway yes yeah, so, you know. since it's on game pass like I, I know i'm gonna play it there and then like yeah next time my family's having to get together and i'm with my my nephews i'll probably just buy it on switch anyway and be like hey y'all let's play let's play turtles i introduced my nephews to smash six- brothers joy cons uh well i have two sets of joy cons and i have two other controllers so we can do i can do the full six players so you can't make it in work. my house okay, yeah it's just me my wife and my child and we don't see anybody else ever so we'll each have to play as two characters uh that'll get complicated um i introduced yeah. my nephews to smash brothers last time we saw them and it was like the greatest thing ever the two oldest ones <laughs> i just sat them down in front of the tv and was like go and it was it was amazing anyway perfect turtles perfect. looks great i'm excited for it I, I definitely I had that one down there as one I was I just kept watching that trailer it's hitting me in the right feels and and I I want to play it I do this I actually really want to go back this actually made me remember that I forgot about that Cowabunga collection I thought oh yeah that I'd missed the release on that mm. there still is no release date for that but well yeah, I, we didn't see anything about that either I've assumed yeah. that that's going to come out after Shredder's Revenge because I feel like otherwise you're potentially undercutting the sales of the new game. Um, sure. And and this was the mm-hmm. first time we got an announcement for Shredder's Revenge. So it would not surprise me if in a two weeks or so when everyone's like deep into playing Shredder's Revenge on Game Pass, they're like, and here's when you can play the old games. It's true. Because I really want to go back and revisit those, especially like the original Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle arcade game. Right. Uh, I really want to go back and play that. That That is the yeah, one. Yeah, I played that so that is the one game that is tempting me on those arcade one-up machines which are like yeah. stupidly expensive prohibitively expensive but man if if yeah. if i had yeah. if if i was allowed to expand my geekery outside of the podcast shed i would be like we should probably get a four-player turn Ninja mutant ninja turtles arcade cabinet and just have it like in the living room you know like you yeah. do why not we'll make some terrible pizza decorative. And, and play turtles that's how yeah. I feel about the Mortal Kombat ones. I really want one of the Mortal Kombat uh, stands and every and five hundred dollars plus. It's a uh, lot, man. But gaming oh, God, has I never been it. a cheap hobby. That's no, let's just put that out. Never been a cheap hobby. <laughs> Lace. What do you got? Uh, let's. Oh my gosh, there was so much. So, because um, I broke it down into like chunks of I was watching Future Games here or the Gorilla Collective here. I was going to uh, ask. So, we can just jump around, like like we're not because Summer yeah, Games Fest. Yeah, yeah. There, there were so many announcements. They weren't all Summer Game Fest. Okay, well, just just anything that happened in the last couple of days is is fair game. That's what we're doing. Yeah, all right. I, I, I think that's just how it's going to have to be. I mean, I was happy to see Boyfriend Dungeons getting the update because yeah. I was oh, hoping we'd get uh, more with that. So it looks like the uh, because if you played through. I don't know. Did you play the first one? Troidal? I played a, the first one. The only one. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Becky and I played a bit of it together where, where she was doing all the romance stuff. And then I took the controller for the dungeon mm-hmm. stuff. We were actually streaming it a bit when it came out and then haven't oh, touched it in months. So, well, then you might remember there was those two other characters that were there, but you didn't really do much more interacting with mm-hmm. them outside of just kind of getting introduced. 
Um, so it looks like that'll come in new weapons, which I mean, your dates are your weapons. Right. So obviously <laughs> new weapons. Um, I don't know. I'm hoping it'll breathe a little bit new life for me because I really did enjoy the game. I just didn't see um, it play through like play it again yeah, yeah you know like once you played through it you've seen it all there would be nothing to kind of go back and collect right it um, seems like compa- so. I, i'm not a v- huge visual novel person but it seems like compared mm-hmm. to what i've heard about a lot of others boyfriend Dungeon's actually pretty forgiving in terms of letting you see all oh, all of the everyone. content <laughs> at once i dated everyone in one round. right yeah and normally <laughs> like if you if you date the sultry vampire guy then the girl who steals things is going to get mad at you. And so you can't pursue that line or something. I, I right, That's usually right, how it right. happens usually. in visual novels. And Boyfriend Dungeon was just like, date everybody. Have a good time. Do it. We're all, we're all, we're all for everybody around here, which is whatever, you know, but I, I agree with you. Usually you would kind of force that sort of thing for other playthroughs right. to, but nope, I cleared everything in one go every you know that I was allowed to up until that point so yeah I'll be excited to see what that is because I really did love the blend of the two games I thought it was a unique uh something I hadn't seen before with having your dungeon crawler or I would love to just add more dungeons yeah give us more reasons to want to level it up or maybe an xp cap or something like that but yeah we're gonna have a, a, a couple more of that breathe a new life into it for me um if it's still on Game Pass by then, because that's where I did play it. I think so. I'd have to get it <laughs> if they do if they take it off of the thing. Be. But I think it's still there. Because I, so. <laughs> I, I mean, it came to Game Pass day one. I yeah. couldn't imagine why this wouldn't also. But um, money, 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 yeah. money is usually a deciding factor in all things. I wonder with that um, stuff how much there is a like upfront cost agreement between Microsoft and the publisher to have the game on Game Pass Day there 1. There has to be, right? Well, I, I, the question is how much is upfront versus like Boyfriend Dungeon blew up and so like presumably there's an upfront agreement and then also like a royalties type thing mm-hmm. and so you would hope that boyfriend dungeon even if they didn't get the biggest agreement up front because they were kind of a small unknown quantity has done really well because obviously i don't know it's that all that stuff is very interesting to me and a little dystopian and creepy and part of me wishes that that they were just like open completely open about that i don't know i don't know it's yeah I, I, I was curious about that because I feel like especially with smaller teams, you, you would need more compensation maybe for what if you're playing it over right. and over or long down the line. You know, I'm sure there's got to be something built into that percentage. Did you and- ever hear about the band that broke Spotify's payment thing? There's this band that wanted to do a tour. And so they put an album on Spotify that was just like 18 songs of silence and told their <laughs> their fans to play it overnight on repeat and they funded an entire tour off of this album that didn't have any music on it and then Spotify was like okay we're changing the way we pay our artists because this the, somebody found the loophole and abused the hell out it of it it always <laughs> takes that one to finally exploit it where they're like all right anyway there it is if it worked but yeah yeah right it worked they funded their tour good for them <laughs> yeah. um can i talk about netflix for a minute can I just, sure. can we just take a Netflix mm-hmm. break? Did y'all watch the Netflix stuff? I saw some I of it. So <laughs> it was listed on my notes. They've got new shows. They've got a new show for Dragon Age, which okay. Mm-hmm. I'm not a huge mm-hmm. Dragon Age fan, but it's a cool setting and some some fantasy nonsense. Alright, cool. 
Mm-hmm. Um, they announced a uh, Tekken uh, yeah. series, which, Steve and I imagine, are you a Tekken fan as well? I know you're you're the fighting um, game person. Uh, not, I was never really big on it. I'm aware of it. I've kind of casually stick my head in and, okay. and kind of look at it and be like, eh, okay. Apparently and then just kind of go back. Apparently it's an ongoing story, like, through all the Tekken games, which I didn't know. But wow. also... I guess Mortal Kombat has a story I found out from Podcasters Assemble last year. It so. does. <laughs> All right. Cool. Um, my big takeaway from the Tekken announcement was that the guy who is in charge of Tekken looks like a character from Tekken, and that just makes me really happy. <laughs> He's got a great facial hair setup, spiky hair, and cool sunglasses. And I'm like, yes, you you look like you're in Tekken. Um, mm-hmm. But then they announced some games, and I I had never checked out the Netflix gaming thing before. But it turns out that mm-hmm. they have some, like, Moonlighter. If you have a Netflix subscription, you have Moonlighter, which is an indie game that I've heard is really good. And yeah. it's it's installed on my phone now. I can just play it. Um, mm-hmm. But they announced some, some new games based on Netflix content, including uh, a game based on uh, Shadow and Bone, which, again, very mm-hmm. cool setting. Cool to see a game in that. Um, they announced a game based on La Casa de Papel, which I've never heard of this show, but it's apparently, like, a heist show. And the game has a very, very cool cel-shaded art style. And I love Mia Heist. Mm, okay. So going to check that out. Uh, they announced a game based on Too Hot to Handle, which I had my wife break down for me what the game of the dating reality show Too Hot to Handle is. I was like, I feel like I've heard of the show, but I don't know what it does so at all. So the, the, the game in the reality show is all these people think they're just going to a cool island for a like, summer party time, fun time. Everybody's going to have a big orgy party. And then 24 hours <laughs> into it, they're like, actually, you're on Too Hot to Handle. No smooching. And like every time anybody does any kind of romantic physical contact then some of the you know a hundred thousand dollars or whatever that's in the pool gets chipped away at so like you just you just have to not bone down and then you get a lot of money at the end of it dude i could clean up and somehow they're making a get video game out it's of this. totally easy how is this gonna be a video game <laughs> i wouldn't get cast though for that I do, you know I, just, I don't understand and then yeah how you make it a video game and then they announced a video game based on queen's gambit and poor Jeff Keeley had to pretend that it wasn't Wait. just chess because it's... I was just going to ask, so chess? It's just chess. And poor poor Jeff Keeley was there trying real hard to make it sound exciting. But it it's just chess, but there's there's Queen's Gambit characters in it. But 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 it's chess, so... It's chess. Okay. It's just... It's, it's chess. Everybody's got to like something, yeah. right? Sure. Um, There's people out there for everything. Yeah, chess has been around a while. I don't know. I mean, I mean I'm not knocking chess, but it's, yeah, right. Could but be wrong. It's fine to make a chess game, but to be like a new game based on Queen's, Queen's Gambit. Gambit. It's chess. Like it, I just that just seems weird to me. Well, they're just using the name to try to sell a little bit more. Sure. You know. And then some some game series called Castlevania is getting a new show or something, and people are really yeah, excited yeah, about it. Yeah, mm. something like that. Yeah. <laughs> I heard something about that. I watched the first series of that show. It was really good. I have not watched the rest. It's very bloody. Very, very... Uh, it, it, mm-hmm. it, it's it's one of those animes where I'm like, I'm uncomfortable watching this because I feel bad that somebody had to sit here and draw all of this. Like, you poor, you poor people. <laughs> yeah, it was a series that I was in the middle of, and I never got through all of season two for some reason, so... As soon as that announcement came through, I was like, "Yeah, I need to need to rewatch yeah. or finish watching season two and three and get caught up." Not that it matters; it might not. <laughs> Who knows? I don't know. But something I need to do. 
Mm-hmm. Anyway, Netflix. Yeah. Uh, did, you said Cuphead. Did you I did say not mention about Cuphead? Cuphead. Um, I yeah. I let's talk about Cuphead. I don't know anything about Cuphead. It's real pretty. I haven't watched the show. I haven't played the game. I don't know. I I talked about the show when it first dropped. I never got through season one. This is yet another one of those shows. I and I should have. I should have by now. It's not like it's time consuming. They're like very small. Yeah, they're very short. 10, 15 minute like episodes. Old school Saturday morning cat cartoons, like a yeah. 10, 15 minute. Oh, okay. So well, that sounds fun. It, easy breezy. You could have your kids watch it. I don't really feel like it. It teeters a line, much like the the old Looney Tunes cartoons. If you really look at them, they weren't made for kids. So this kind of has that same kind of level of understanding. It's like we know what we're kind of catering to, but we're also understanding that this is not fully adult fully kid related so it's it balances a line a fine line it's not vulgar but it's not mm. a little a little could some of the jokes could go over a kid's head let's just put it that way there's but stuff there bad. for well, the I adults right 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 okay so i i mean i had a lot of fun with it i thought it was pretty pretty clever i liked a lot of the animation style it reminded me of the um Ralph Bakshi, uh, crazy John Chris Felucci, who I know is a sexual predator or something, which disappoints the hell out of me because I like I his know. work. Damn well, him. Anyway, I don't want to get separate the art from the artist. I, I know. I understand there are other people personally. who work on Ren and Stimpy after he left, so I can try to appreciate, do that. Anyway, appreciate the art as it was influential on you, and then just don't give them any more money. Right. That's the trick. But yeah, we had the season two of Cuphead was also announced, but then there was that DLC that -hmm. was coming to the game. Uh, The delicious last course. There you go. Thank you. DLC. Did you see what they did there? DLC. Very clever. Mm Kind of like Fast 10. Fast 10. I love Fast 10. Oh, it's so good. That's so good. It has to happen. (laughs) It has to happen. You're welcome. They can have it if they pay me a little. <sighs> I'm saying as if nobody thought of that ever. Right. But yes, the Cuphead Delicious Last Course. We're only a couple of weeks out, yeah. June 30th. And they haven't, yeah. They this is the very first time that one character is being introduced, correct? Or has mm-hmm. she been. Chalice. So she has not been yeah. in the game yet. I was wondering if no. they had released her or not because she's going to be in the show as well. So they, mm-hmm. they showed that. Yeah. Clever marketing. Right, yeah. They know what they're doing. Yeah. For real. It looks cute. It looks exactly what it was from the first time. Beggar, I, I love the new little character. I'm sure I'll give it a shot, even though... The rage. It defeated me. It was really hard. <laughs> it was rough. I am, uh, But I just love it. I am repeatedly surprised that Cuphead is not on Game Pass. Like, when I got... I, I didn't have an Xbox One, and I got an Xbox Series mm-hmm. X, and it's like, all right, finally, I can play Cuphead. And it's just not there. Like, that. that is one of, like the top three games that i associate with xbox right now and it's not kind of saved by it too it's not they had such a rough go i don't know yeah Mm -hmm. well anyway it's fine uh another one i just want to touch on real quick that i saw that was kind of out of the blue and i would have i actually kind of called it before it was like they showed the title of it but it was just an odd pull. I was just like, is this supposed to be this game? Flashback 2. Yeah. Which is a sequel to one of the... Like, how would you describe those? They're side-scrolling, but they have that very lifelike animation style. Which one? Um, I've Flashback. 
called recently cinematic platformers is is kind of what the the modern versions of those games are called where it's yeah. like it's it looks like a two it it plays like a 2D platformer, except bad, basically. Like, it's not really about the platforming gameplay. It is about going through the story. And so, yeah. like, the movement is clunkier, and, like, you have to make sure you press the jump button, like, at the appropriate time in the animation cycle. And mm-hmm. I, I'm i conflicted about games like that, because I, I don't think they're... I think they're bad video games, but they are a cool way to tell a story. Like, sure. I, I don't know. I don't know. The old Prince of Persia like, is the other one that people point to outside of flashback is that the like original Prince of Persia games had that same thing. Yeah. Like the, yeah. the game, another world, which is also known as out of this world on mm-hmm. other platforms. That was probably my all time favorite out of this genre of games. I, I've got it to where I knew all the moves. I knew what I needed to do. I could play it through it you know with no problems flashback was one of those that i remember playing on the super nintendo and for that very reason because it had very similar aesthetics to it and i thought oh cool this would be kind of in that same vein and i you know at the time seeing a game like this on a super nintendo it was fairly you know exciting because we didn't have cinematic type games right uh that, mm-hmm. that came around very often so i remember playing it there i picked it up on PlayStation 4 because they re-released and kind of gave the the old polish or whatever. I didn't get very far because I was just like, I don't know if I like this <laughs> anymore, you know? And I did, I played when they did uh, the same with Another World. I remember playing it and I enjoyed it. But I guess I just don't have the same feelings about Flashback. And I, I want to play through it. I want to finish it, but I was just like, eh. The, the mo- just, like you said, the movements, the the gameplay element was just kind of making me go. I just don't want to slug through this. Yeah, they're you know? they're not uh, Mario. They are not. They're just they're, yeah. They're they chug a little bit. There, there's a game called Little Orpheus that um I actually got a review code for that got delayed because you do play as a Russian soldier and it was set to come out right after the Ukraine stuff kicked off. So Ooh, they delayed yeah. that. I don't remember I if it actually came out, but yeah. it's like that. And there's um. There's a new spinoff for Golf Club Wasteland that was featured in a couple of Summer Game Fest things. That's like that, too. And it's like, they look really pretty, and it, they can tell a cool story, but they don't... It's just not the most fun thing to play. I don't know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. Not my genre, I guess. Right. And that's why I'm a little curious about this, because we really didn't get to see a clear shot of gameplay, so right. I don't know what they're doing with this game. So I'm it's I'm gonna keep it on the back burner. Something I'll just kind of watch from the distance and see maybe if it's worth looking into. Because again, yeah. I did enjoy those type of games back then. And if they're trying to put a new spin on it, maybe with better controls, I'm all for it. But you've got to sell me on the idea and the pitch before I'll jump in. Uh, Lace, you got anything else? You got another one? Oh my gosh. You guys, I was sitting here looking at it and trying to decide where I wanted to go. Uh, you know what? Let's talk about that last device because we've <laughs> debated back and forth, you and I, on this about with the upgrade, you know, how yep. much better? Would it be good? All this kind of stuff. So I think we got an answer we did. because they did show video. They showed a side by side. And yes, 
I'm, I yes. gotta admit, I they yeah. they proved me wrong. <laughs> right, right. Like I figured it would look a little better, sure, but just maybe in my ephemeral mind, you know, that it just it was so good, and I remembered how it looked, and yeah. And it was interesting to hear how they uh, just were able to use the, you know, original assets and build upon it in the original, you know, voice acting story, the whole thing. It was uh, it was interesting to hear that portion of it. Um, So, yeah. okay, it does. It looks better. I agree. I I wasn't taking a staunch stance one way or the other. Um, Is it? so much better I mean I don't know that's in the eye of the beholder uh but it, it definitely was cleaned up it's definitely a lot more cleaned up and more precise with what what to me looks like facial um I'd say know, if they were going from like if this was from PS3 to PS5 I think it would really blow some minds but the fact they kind right. of already did the, the polish the remaster right. on the four mm-hmm. we we kind of already saw them improve on it somewhat and again that's why I thought there's no way you're going to make it look any better. It there's it's nuanced things. It's little things like textures, lighting, yeah. and it makes all the difference. You just don't think about it in the moment because well that looked good. What are, right. what are you going to do different? And it's like we're going to tweak a few things. Okay, so and like the the clicker specifically yeah. for the detail. The concern I have is that this is not a remaster. They've said this is a ground up remake. Yeah, And so it looks better, but they're also changing the gameplay. And I'm coming at this mm. from a weird perspective. I absolutely adored The Last of Us, and I have only mm-hmm. played about 15 minutes of it because the opening of it made me cry. I got my PlayStation 4. Oh, God, I, it hit you right out of the gate. I had yeah. heard how great The Last of Us was. I got my PlayStation 4. I was all excited. I put The Last of Us in, and I played that opening scene, and I cried, and I said, I'm going to go play Destiny instead because I just <laughs> want a happy, fun, shoot things game right now. And I've never yeah. gone back and played more of The Last of Us. And I, I adore the memory of those few minutes. The thing I'm curious mm-hmm. about, like, I want to play. I'm, I'm, I'm like, all right, I'm ready. I'm going to play The Last of Us. I'm going to play The Last of Us Part Two. Do I wait for this new one that says it has changes to the gameplay, which means it's not necessarily gonna be really the exact same experience or do i just play the remaster that's literally installed on my playstation right now right i mean from what i've been hearing they actually made it more fluid so people were already saying how much better they liked the combat system and how much better it played in the second one versus the first one that i feel like it might be a better experience with them making it more you know, fluid yeah. to, you know, catering towards what they learned See, over the years. The counterpoint, and th- this is obviously, it's, it's a very different circumstance, but this is what popped in my head. It's like, if they, if Nintendo was like, hey, guess what? Uh, we remade, we did, we are doing a remaster of Ocarina of Time, exact same gameplay, exact same physics, but it looks like Breath of the Wild. I'd be like, okay, that's wild. And mm-hmm. I'm interested in playing that. If they said, we're doing a ground up remake of Ocarina of Time. So it plays more like Breath of the Wild. I'd be like, no that's that's the different and obviously that's that's a much bigger time gap and a much bigger change but it does feel a little i don't know like i when people are mad about a new you know a a reboot of a movie franchise coming out i'm like you can just you can go watch the original like it's fine yeah but like this is in a lot of ways going to overwrite that original the last of us probably yeah and that's yeah unless you have it yeah i don't know it's just it, it it is a weird 
different sort of thing. And and it especially feels weird because it literally came out on PlayStation 3, they remastered it for PlayStation mm-hmm. 4, and now they're remaking for PlayStation 5. That's just it's a lot back to back. I don't know. It's it's a weird place. Yeah. And I It's the new Skyrim. If I hadn't got yeah. Elden Ring from the library <laughs> on Friday, I probably was going to start up The Last of Us this weekend. And now that I have Elden Ring, I'm like I mean, Maybe it's I'll a phenomenal story. I don't know. And you know what? You're, I, yeah. you're on point about it kind of hitting you depressed, just making you depressed. I remember when I got through part two, I needed something to kind of wash the palate. Oh, yeah, Because it was lighter. just like, I, you know, it's a great story, great experience, but I got I to gotta find something to liven things up. Now, what do you guys right. think of how they've relabeled the game? So now it's The Last of Us Part One. You know, do you think uh, that's kind of their way of giving it a different identity so it's not just the last of us for the playstation 5 well, he said he wanted it to be the definitive version yeah. so because maybe. i mean they they all yeah, have their that own sounds like what the point is yeah. is kind of this is this is the entry as it should have been yeah. had we had this tech then i mean obviously they all have their own names now you've got the last of us last of us remastered last of us part one so i feel like it, branding know, wise it helps we could just make a new game, but no, no, it's no. going to be very confusing for Uber nerds in forty years from now who are trying to go back and play these games and arguing about what order you to just play have to them look at in, dates. like we argue yeah. about what order to yeah. watch the Star Wars movies in, like mm. right. <laughs> in order but, to get the real experience, uh, you do... have to first play The Last of Us, then you have to play The Last of Us Remastered, then you play The Last of Us Two, then you go back and play The Last of Us One. Mm-hmm. No, and I'm sure they would say that if you were a true fan. Uh-huh. Only us true Only fans, us true fans. True took the time fans. to do all that. Yeah. Um, but uh, we did get a little still from the HBO show, too, though. We did. Um, if you saw that for, for The Last of Us. And I actually thought it was kind of cool to hear that they wrote characters for Ashley and Troy in the show. Mm-hmm. And I'm not going to seek out any more than that. No, I don't want to know Because either. I thought that was very sweet to include them in that way. No, I, I mean, how weird would it be to see like the people you brought to life playing as you want to, I don't know. <laughs> but I thought it was a really nice gesture and I think it's fun. And now I kind of really want to watch it because it seems like that was just a very sweet gesture to do towards your OG people who brought them to life, you know? Is it is it Pedro Pascal? Is that who's playing Joel? Yeah. Yes. Fantastic. Mm-hmm. Is playing Joel, yeah. I was really surprised we didn't get more than just a look because I've heard filming is near completion, if not done yeah. now. So I think they wrapped, or this week or next or something. Yeah. yeah. Now I don't know if you uh, jotted down these details about the Last of Us Part One, but uh, you want you want to hear some pre-order goodies? Oh, I didn't. I didn't oh yeah, I did write down how much they're wanting for this game again. Well, yeah. I've got all the I've got all the deets here because I'm sure fifty nine ninety nine. Is the base price? Oh, really? Is it? I saw sixty. Yeah, I saw it was full price at seventy. Up to hundred dollars. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Well, then that... I was like, oof, we've crossed over. We're long gone or fifty nine ninety nine. Yeah, it yeah. makes sense. So that yeah. would explain as to why uh, the digital deluxe edition is seventy nine ninety nine. Yeah. And you get here's here's the awesome stuff you cannot play without. Okay. 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 Increased crafting speed. <laughs> Could have just been included, but okay. Increased healing speed. Oh, I man. mean, 
Come on. Steven, you're turning Come me on. around on this game. I was a little bit interested in it. Now that's just, that's gross. Well, now it just means get the regular version. Don't get their yeah. super Yeah, but sweet, that's, that's this... so shitty because they're, they're saying, if you pay us a little bit more money, you can have some of your time back. And if you don't pay us that mm. money, you have to sit there and watch the progress bar go real slow. That sucks. That sucks so much. Yeah. Why do you oh. think I hate AAA? We're not done yet. Because you could also get a 9mm reload speed increase upgrade, a rifle clip capacity increase upgrade, explosive arrows gameplay modifier, what does that mean? which could be, you know, kind of a nice little thing, but... Uh, that, see, those actually bother me less because that's actually like the, the, the reload speeds and the explosive yeah. arrows, that's modifying the gameplay a little bit, which I'm like... Okay, like that's that's what you get for spending. I still feel the more like money. you could just earn that in the game. Sure, but the the literally the speed of a progress bar for crafting that that's the one that that makes me so angry. Reload speed, I'm like, okay, that's like, you, okay, all right, makes the fights easier. Sure. There's also a dither punk filter. Don't know what that is. Dither punk. Dither punk. A I mean, speed I know run. what both of those words mean, but I don't know how they fit together. What is a filter of that? Who knows? We'll have to figure it out. A speed run mode, which if you want to speed run the game, which kind of defeats the purpose of That's, the story. Wait, if you ask there's me. a speed run mode? Apparently so. If you if you get the digital deluxe edition. See, that's unpleasant. Only. It's just preying on that community. Like, Right. And then like you just speed run the game. I didn't know you needed a mode. It basically speed running. Speed run modes usually mean they just start on their original game. Yeah, they put a clock on know. the screen rather than you having yeah. to have a clock separate. That's usually all it is. <laughs> and, and wouldn't it be funny if they you're just... telling me they added the clock yeah. just for you mm-hmm. in this, I'm gonna be like, what? They just added a clock for you. Maybe it's good they could have for you stuff is. too. I don't know. Good, yeah. Oh, maybe. Oh yeah, that's true. That's true. I don't know. It would be funny if you just had someone standing next to the clock going. <laughs> come on i'm pointing at the clock people that's what right. you're not seeing anyway uh finally there's a six weapon skins that you can also get for a black gold nine millimeter pistol a silver filigree nine millimeter millimeter pistol rubber tactical shotgun sculpted oak shotgun arctic white bow and carbon black bow Ooh. That's all fine. Again, that stuff, that's the stuff like that's what should be in your digital yeah. deluxe edition. Mm. Is some garbage that I don't care about that people who care about can be right. excited about. But reducing fun, reducing wait times yeah. is not okay. Yeah. And finally, if you want the uh Firefly edition for $100, is this a physical or is the, this also digital? This I feel like this would be more physical. Okay. Uh because not only do you get all those digital deluxe edition stuff, but you get a nice steel book display case and The Last of Us American Dreams comics, one through four, with new cover art. So if you had them before, you can get a variance now. All right. Last of Us. Uh, yeah, it's going to make money. I mean, sure. If only Sony I mean, they was did like... say new AI combat, 60 frames right. per second now. You know, so there you go. There's your upgrades from the rebuild. If, new AI. If only they were like right on the verge of launching a new subscription model for their games and they could put this out as like a flagship title to be like, look, you should subscribe to this yeah. because then you get The Last of Us Part 1 remake. If only. Alas. If only. Yeah. Hmm. What about that? I mean, it's a novel idea that, you know, Sony should be thinking about. But who knows? Who knows if they'll ever do it and do it proper? 
So we'll have to wait and see. I don't know. Uh, who's who's got some, Troy? Troidal, it's your turn. Uh, sure, I'm gonna go over stuff. to uh, which one was this in? This was in Gorilla Collective on Saturday. Uh, there was a lot of uh, Metroidvanias announced, as always, which is fine. I like mm. Metroidvanias. Um, but there's one announced called Nine Years of Shadows, which has been shown before, I guess. Um, but what stood out to me is the trailer for it starts out in black and white with really nice chunky pixel art. And the character has a white outline around them, which looks very, very cool. And then there's a part in the trailer where she hugs like a cuddly teddy bear angel thing and the world fills with color and now she has like elemental powers and i was like all right i'm in that looks cool that, lo- that looks great uh i don't I know much- I like i did watch it but i didn't write it down i don't know I much more about it but it just the gorilla collective it looks it looks really pretty a really cool art style i mm-hmm. think it's pixel art sprites but uh like hand-drawn backgrounds um mm-hmm. and then and then there is something at play with colors and uh elemental stuff i think it shows her getting like you know she takes on a wind elemental and then she's got a different move set and then fire elemental so all that kind of stuff looks cool but uh mostly it was the the art style and hugging a teddy bear totally changing the way the game looks where i was like okay the weird but cool i'm into it yeah um Mm. but i don't think uh yeah steam says quarter four 2022 so no no additional release date information yet but uh, it looks it looks pretty neat, and like I said, there was a lot of Metroidvanias, but this was the one that stood out to me mm-hmm. uh, the most. Um, a ghostly companion. Your teddy bear is apparently a ghost. Uh, a cute magical bear with the ability to heal, cleanse the corruption, and protect his allies. And he's just a little floating teddy bear in, in like a nightgown shirt pajama thing. And when you hug him, <laughs> the world becomes colorful. Oh, might have to look into that. Let's do that. Yeah. Um, I'll give you another quick one uh, that I've been watching for a long time is Frog Gun. Uh, it's a kind of PlayStation 1 N64 style uh, 3D platformer uh, where you play as a kid who uh, th- your parents are famous archaeologists and they didn't invite you to go with them. And so you set out with your Frog Gun, which is F-R-O-G-U-N, one word, one G, that is a gun that's a grappling hook and it's a frog and it's also your best friend and you explore uh, 3D levels, collecting coins and all the things you love to do in a 3D platformer in this very, very cool, very retro aesthetic. Um, and I've been following that developer for a long while like a, and they yeah, just... Yeah, like summer maybe. Yeah, I believe that one's uh, supposed to be summer. I think that was in the Wholesome Games Direct. Yeah. Actually, I think it was in a couple of these. So I think they're really gearing up their marketing campaign right now. Um, but yeah, Frog Gun just... The developer seems very nice and pure and happy, and the game looks very nice and pure and happy. And I'm looking forward to that one as a very pleasant like game. Those. It probably won't stick yeah. with me for a long time, but it'll be like a really nice weekend or something. And uh, mm-hmm. yeah, I like I like those kind yeah. of games. Interesting. Interesting. Get into too. Lace, you got another one. I'm I'm doing some uh, research. Oh. Um. <sighs> Can we talk about Devolver Showcase? I was just going to ask if you could talk about Devolver for us. Because I almost, I love your games, but it's almost to the point now where I just want to watch their showcase. (laughs) Because it's always just so phenomenal how they just put together this whole story for us as they're doing it. And Steven, you better have watched it. I saw who was in it. I saw Mr. (laughs) Uh, Suda himself. Suda made one by. Yeah. That that made my day. Made he my day. Like, he's so good in it. Even though like he's speaking Japanese. <laughs> like he's not speaking English. He's speaking they Japanese with subtitles. Understand but they all understand great. him, even though he's speaking Japanese. And also, he's 
absolutely hilarious in this. Like his his comedic delivery is on point, even though it it's in Japanese. So like great. even if even if you don't read the subtitles, he's funny as he's doing this. It's good. It starts with him literally <laughs> counting. He's like twenty nine fifty nine for like twenty nine almost a solid minute. He goes so long just counting. <laughs> it's so good. It, it just and and then they they made the joke about it, of course. Mm-hmm. But, oh, my gosh, every year they do put on a show about marketing, you know, and then they always just kind of blow it out of the water with their marketing, in my opinion. I always think theirs is a good time. Just the freaking never-ending story reference. I folded like a lawn chair in laughter. I just folded. I was like, you did not. And I hope everyone gets it because that one's like the OG movie from like the 80s. (laughs) Oh, I got one for you. I got one for you. This is a side tangent, but I got to share it so I don't forget because this. Okay, we're moving off into vault. No, 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 no. Hang on to it. Hang on to it. Yeah, I just, I want, so I don't forget it. No, I saw something last night in that very same vein that made me laugh and hurt all at the same time because I I understood exactly where it was coming from, okay? I don't know if you guys watch Superman and Lois, Lace. I'm sure you don't. I don't know about you, Chortle, but. No. I mean, from like way back in the day. Okay, so. that's, That's Lois and Clark. Totally different. Yeah, thing. this is a this is a new <laughs> oh, show. Okay, this, then no. a new there's, there's show. a new version of that. Yeah, same same concept. Oh version. oh. So essentially, We're making it again. Yeah. Okay. So essentially, in this, uh, Clark and Lois are parents. So you get to see them with kids. That's the the bare mo- bones description I'm going to give, so you understand it's different. So in the show, in this episode that I was watching last night, Clark is getting or is trying to teach his son how to fly because he's developing powers. So he's Got him to fly. He took off. He was doing pretty good. He landed. He's like, oh, yeah, let's do it again. Let's do it again. And Superman's like, all right, here's what we're going to do. I got this really cool thing we're going to do called the Kessel Run. All right, you ready? And his son says, oh, that's awesome. What's that? And his Clark's demeanor just dropped like, <laughs> God, I'm old. <laughs> now, if you don't know what the Kessel Run is, Lace, I'm kind of getting this vibe. It's a Star Wars reference. It's fine. Oh, okay. It's fine. Millennium Falcons if you don't get it. made the castle run in 12.1 parsecs, which doesn't make any sense because parsec is a measurement of distance, not time. But then you find out in Solo that the castle run is flying through this crazy, like, vortex thing. And so it was a measure of distance because he found a shortcut through it. So that's what was impressive about it was the distance that he flew rather than the time he flew. That was my favorite part of Solo was I was like, all right. That, Thank cool. you. <laughs> Thank you. That That's, that's an explanation that I appreciate. Yeah. But anyway, yeah, in that moment, in that scene, when his face dropped, I was like, yes, I get it. Because I've, the longer, the older I get, the longer I'm on this earth, the more things like that happen. And I'm just like, all right, I just got to remember not everyone knows the things that I do. It's our rite of passage. I know. But I felt that. Anyway, back to, to Devolver. Sorry. But yeah, no, I thought I just thought the, uh, the the showcase was good. The jokes, the puns, the references throughout their whole showcase. I almost think this was my favorite one. It was even, really good, including the ones where they had the storyline that took what three or four years in a row to wrap up. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. They made the joke about Bethesda buy or Microsoft buying Bethesda again <laughs> just for fun. Just for fun. <laughs> just for fun. <laughs> Did you catch yes, what the down. Did you catch what the guy's shirt was when his shirt changed? I, I couldn't see what it was in the presentation. I had to go look later. It was about the Halo Animal Crossing mix it, up thing, wasn't it? It was Splinter Cell <laughs> Animal Crossing was was what his shirt said on it. Oh, see <laughs> and, I thought it was a joke about remember when Halo and Animal Crossing like dropped oh, on Doom, the same day Doom, or something? Halo. But yeah, that's what I oh, thought it was too. Doom. I assumed it was okay, a Doom so guy. Okay, so that's thing. what I thought it was. But it was it was Splinter Cell, which then a lot of people were like 
you know, actually, if you put Splinter Cell and Animal Crossing together, that could be kind of... <laughs> of no, course we no. would. Of course Bad we would. Bad Twitter. Okay, so I saw the shirt, but thought it was a different reference. But uh, yeah, and G Fuel is just buying Valve. I thought that was great. <laughs> it's a good announcement. Um, anyway, but they did have good games, I think, that was put in there. Like, I already talked about playing Cult of the Lamb mm-hmm. um, August 11th. So we saw there's a full release date. You can go play the demo now, which I did. It was fun. Um, Angerfoot looks interesting. Yeah. Just talking about the Devolver ones here yeah. for a minute. Um, I, I recently, not recently, last year played um, the Rico games. There's two of them, Rico and Rico London, which are mm. very similar to that. Like it's just kicking out doors and going through rooms and stuff. Uh, but there's also a mm. game literally called Door Kickers. And Angerfoot looks a lot like Door Kickers in a way that like almost, mm. if it was anybody but Devolver publishing this, I would have been like... I hope the guy who made Door Kickers is like reading a cease and desist on this. it. But the fact that it's being published no. by Devolver, I'm like, I I hope that that was figured out somehow, or or it's more different than it looks like at first glance. Um, right. That, that worried me a little. I bit. didn't know about the other one. Yeah. Uh, but I think eh, it looks we'll fun. It, it looks it looks stupid and fun. So. Uh huh. Those kinds of games are ones that I'll probably four or five hours or something and then maybe walk away and then never come back to again. Not saying it's bad. It's just, you know, once you've done it, you've done it. Uh, The Plucky Squire looked interesting, though, too. That's the one I want to play. Yes. I just really loved the, yeah, the literal storybook adventure. And then coming out, it was just. Yeah, and did you see the little Mike Tyson punch out? Yes, I did. The uh, the whole thing about it, where it was like combinations of old school games, I was like, "Oh my god, you're just making me love this game even more." If you every scene, the Plucky Squire out of context, I would guess it was being published by Nintendo. Like it is that level of like cutesy and polish, and it just Mm. it looks so good. Yeah, I'm excited. Uh, Yeah, I'm definitely excited for this one. Um, I. I wish list do whatever you got to do to keep it in the front of your mind. Cause that's definitely one that um, I definitely want to check out. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then the other one they had on there was skate story, um, which looks interesting. That looks like another yeah. one that would be a fun experience for a moment. If you're just kind of wanting to go through with a nice chill game um, where you're skating through this underworld as a glass person. Um, the music seems to be a big focus of it um, as they were announcing who the music was by. So I'm not in on a lot of pop culture. Uh, Blood Cultures is the name of the band. I hadn't heard of them before. I might have heard their music, and I'm just really terrible at remembering names and who sings what. Um, I, but it does look more like just a chill experience, not really a game. So I'm curious about that you know. one, if it is going to be um, like a linear narrative. I, I, I feel like it is. Like it is, it is go from mm. point A to B as opposed yeah. to like a Tony Hawk trying to get a score thing right um right. but the visuals on it just is just that the the aesthetics in general the visuals and, and the audio both look visuals were gorgeous. fantastic yeah. i have the trailer mm-hmm. playing right now and i'm just yeah. like it's so pretty <laughs> it really was a gorgeous looking game so but it definitely kind of reminded me of was it the great escape that or um that's not right is that right no. the name of the game the great escape you, is Steven, the Stephen you, mcqueen movie no artful escape yes um, <laughs> artful, artful escape. escape thank you i was like I, well, I have part of it there why is the rest of my brain stopping right now but just kind of where the music is a huge portion yeah. of it and as you're going it's really just more gorgeous and beautiful and things and i can get into those everybody needs a nice chill relaxing just gorgeous experience from time to time 
Um, but yeah, I think that wrap. That was pretty much all that was on the Devolver as far as games. I think I might have missed one, but mostly it's it was only, just they had, I just um, wanted to enjoying talk about the references, the puns, and Suda Fifty One. And I was just yes. Yeah. They had a, a game over gal. on the Netflix showcase as well, which I'm not remembering the name of, but. Devolver had a couple games sprinkled oh, uh, throughout other things. They did card things. sharks again too. Yeah, card yeah. sharks was shown off one. again. Um, and then and then there's there's a uh, game coming to uh, Netflix that I think is from the same developer that did Downwell, if I remember right. Um, which is a very very cool roguelike, or roguelite, rogue whatever it is. It is a game where you are falling down and you have guns on your boots, and every time you shoot a gun, it pushes you up a little bit, and so it's just a game about falling down and shooting stuff, and it's fantastic. Um, yeah, yeah. But yeah, I think that was all that was in their showcase. Point P. Point P. That's Poin. that's what the looks the like. You're a pig. Yeah, you're, you're yeah. Pig penguin something. I don't know. It looks cute. Yeah. P O I N P Y. I think it's out. Actually, it's like point P, like oink P. Point. You know. I can oink. here. Oink. I I'm playing know. it right now. <laughs> it's literally on my phone. <laughs> I just haven't started oh, it up yet. There we go. Uh, welcome yeah, to I Netflix was just games. looking at the art oh, and like, some of the it. stuff about it, which mentions Downfall. Downwell, I'm sorry. Downwell, so, Downwell. Uh, That's anyway. what it's not Downfall. Excuse me. Yeah. So, anywho. Yeah. Anyway. So, that's Devolver. Yeah, I just uh, wanted to talk about the Plucky Squire. That was the one I was most excited for, like the moment my eyes great. attached to it. I was like, well, I they've just sold a game because I want this. Mm-hmm. I want it now. Yeah. It looks good. Mm-hmm. I agree. Devolver does good stuff. I may not always 100% love every one of the games, but like I at least know it's always going to be an interesting experience nonetheless because they do tend to grab just like really interesting developers who like to tell stories in a different way, and I dig it. I mm-hmm. dig it. So. Uh, there was some cool stuff at the Upload VR Showcase. Um, I, I got a Quest <sighs> 2 last year and, and don't use it nearly as often as I should because – I have a two-year-old, so rarely is my living room floor clean enough for me to actually jump into VR without spending half an hour cleaning first. Yeah. Um, sure. But there was some cool stuff in there. there. There was two or three different fighting games in VR, which is weird to me because one of them was like, each character has their own unique martial arts style. And I'm like, yeah, but it's your hands. So I don't <laughs> quite understand how that works. I do not have unique martial arts styles. Exactly. And you'd think that you would need that. <laughs> Um, but there, there was, uh, an announcement for, I'm just looking it up here. Here it is. Uh, what the bat, uh, coming to VR this year from the developer of what the golf, uh, what the golf oh, fun. was an Apple arcade game yeah. where you, everything was golfing themed, but you did like a billion different little mini games that were all vaguely based on golf mechanics. And what the bat is a VR game where your hands are baseball bats and you do a bunch of stuff and it will be absurd and wonderful because what the golf is <laughs> mm-hmm. absurd and wonderful uh and then yeah. they, they announced twilight zone vr which <laughs> is a weird <laughs> franchise to turn into a game because it's not uh, why are we are we maybe. still doing this huh I mean, unless I'm mistaken, Twilight Zone... It's been out for so long. They're Wait, anthologies. the Twilight Zone right. or Twilight Vampires? No, 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 no Twilight, Twilight Zone. Zone. The Twilight Zone. Like, oh, I totally just heard you say Twilight, and I'm like, Listen. what? That's what I went to Google. I'm like, we're doing that in VR. Zone is a very Zone. important word here. Zone. I'm about yes, halfway yes, through yes, watching the Batman, and if there was a way that I could hang out with Edward Cullen in VR... I'm saying I might be open to it, okay? Sure, um, yeah. The Twilight Zone VR... Because Twilight Zone's not a story it is just an anthology for weird stuff right 
Am I wrong about that? But you yeah, could just do no. episodic it's... standalone games of mysteries. I could see that working really well. Like if you just want to do one to two hours is this playthrough on this episode. Then okay. maybe you do episode two, which is a different mystery totally that you different solve or thing. get lost in. Kind of like maybe like a quantum leap, you know, yeah. one dude with oh, the, all these different places, awesome. you know, so. Okay. Yeah. That would be my vision for it. I've not watched it, though, but that would be how I would think you would do it. Well, the trailer for it. Just... PlayStation VR 2, though. Oh, so I actually could check it out. It shows my Oculus no longer. The headset no longer works. Oh. I don't think. Can't get sound. The trailer shows people shoot guns, which, I mean, for all the weirdness of Twilight Zone, if you just turned it into like a weird first person shooter, I, that, that feels reductive a little bit. So, yeah, I don't know. Make that okay, make that like well, an, I guess we'll see then. Make a series of escape room experiences in VR based on the Twilight Zone. Like I feel like that would be from that from what I fine. know of the Twilight Zone, that would fit tonally better. It seems like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. Interesting. Well, I missed this one, so I'll have to be checking that out then now too, because now I'm curious. Um, the other thing that I thought was cool in the upload VR showcase is they called out a game called Cosmonious High, which I don't know about. I think it's um like a VR chat type thing where I think it's like, you know, a, a space to hang out in, in VR almost more than it is uh, a single player experience or anything. But, but they talked uh, specifically about the accessibility options Kinda that like they've VR added chat. to it in terms of like, they have uh, a setting now where you can play the entire game one handed. Um, they have a bunch of cognitive dissonance uh, settings that you can adjust for various things in the game and um, yes. have made a point uh, of having um player characters can have their pronouns or, or by default have to set up pronouns and have them visible uh, in the VR space, which I think all that's like, Oh, okay, cool. Like oh, good. very cool yeah. little accessibility uh, showcase in the middle of, of, uh, you yeah. know, look big, big, big VR game with big gun. But anyway, look, you can make your games accessible to more people, which I think is a cool thing. Always, always, always good. And you know, not to kind of roll back on something we'd already talked about, but, to that point, I was actually noticing that with the boss creator for mm-hmm. Saints Row were mm-hmm. just little little things that make all the difference. Like you can be You can literally make yourself anybody. And I love it. Yes. And and to yeah, to that yeah. point, they have amputee options. So you can have like a prosthetic leg and arm yeah. and stuff like that. And I'm like, that's cool. That's beautiful. You know? Because now someone who might be playing with you know one of the special controllers or whatever or mm-hmm. has had th- those issues where i don't have a character that looks like me well by god now you can make one yeah. that looks just like you that's awesome no i do love it yeah i do love it because at first i was wondering why some of how highly customizable it became at first i was like really we need all of that but i i was very kindly corrected about how some people really would love how over you know customizable it is to see themselves in it and i was very happy to get that i yeah sometimes you got to think that uh outside of the box here why it's there and uh ever since i was i was told that i was like you know what i didn't think about that and you're absolutely right so i stood corrected like yeah so put everything in there whatever makes you happy to see yourself in a game that i'm all about it man yeah i'm all about it you know it's just it's your experience it's your game you should love it you know, so I got a few more games that I want to talk about. Do either of you have any more? Before oh my I... god, I have so many written down. I just yeah. figured we'd kind of roll with it. Okay. 
<laughs> you know? Well, I just want to touch on these few real quick, then I'll, I'll pass it off. One, there is apparently a Walking Dead Facebook game coming. I don't know what the hell this is. Uh, Facebook game? Their, their uh, logo was adorned. Like meta, you mean? Or like a VR? I don't know. Because I knew there was a VR one coming out. Maybe that's it. Sinners 2 or something. But I looked into, like I watched the trailer for it, and and the more Facebook's little icon just stayed in the corner. I was like, I'm not playing this. You've already lost me Well, you have to have one to play the meta or the quest now. You have to have an account. That's the reason why I'm letting this one die in October, because I was told this year in October I get one or it's a uh, paperweight, and so I've opted for paperweight. I mean, fair. I'll just go get a new VR headset. There's no reason why you need to track all that crap for me. It didn't. <laughs> like, well, not. it didn't seem like a VR game, but it could be. I don't know. I didn't care because <laughs> yeah. I, I was curious to to see what this might be, and then they lost yeah. me at Facebook. So who cares? Uh, another one. Yeah, I, don't know I tend if- to stop if I know I'm never going to get the opportunity to play it. So I was like, I just don't even need to know it's there because I'm not going to purchase said thing that's going to give me the access. So. Yeah. Now, there was a there was a clever trailer that came out. I don't know if you guys saw this or got what it was referencing. Hopefully you did because they announced the game being like, ah, this is one that everybody's been highly anticipating oh. and waiting for. And then it's this trailer starts, and I was like, "Oh, we're doing the Dead Island Two thing again, where the guys running through the off the boardwalk or whatever, and right. with the zombie apocalypse suddenly, happening behind him." Yeah, and suddenly goats start showing up, and I was like, "Oh, okay, this is Goat Simulator. Okay, I got you." So it was a nice. Oh yes, I, I, and it's not. You know, it's not just Goat Simulator. It's Goat Simulator Three. Three, three. And you know what? I didn't know there was a two. There's I not. Know. I was watching it, and I think that's the exact note I wrote down. When did two come out? There is no two. Because I missed two. There's no this two. Is like there one of those... is no two? So is that the troll? Is that's that part the of the troll? That's the joke. Okay, well, now I love it even more. <laughs> I seriously was trying to find where, like, two release date, two release date. Nope, Google just... didn't let me know I was getting trolled. They just jumped this is like Well, I respect it yep. more. Is, I respect it even more now. This is like that Thanks Killing movie that had uh, a missing sequel. So mm-hmm. I guess they're going in that same vein. If you've never watched that movie, don't. Don't, don't waste <laughs> your time. Choo yeah, like- uh, Choo Charles. Did either of you see this? I, I have Choo Choo Charles. this time, pick. but I saw it a couple months back. Yeah, right. I've seen it before. I, I have it picked in one of my fantasy draft leagues, actually, because I think this okay. game's going to review very well. I think you and I talked about it, Steven. We may have. I just so I get an update. I'd forgotten about it, and then I saw this and was like, oh, my God, this is awesome. I have to show my wife because she hates spiders <laughs> and clowns. And How if she hated trains, trains <laughs> I, yeah, she seems indifferent. So I was curious, you know, it would have been that moment. But after this, we'll see. <clears throat> Imagine so, the poor person who is afraid of clowns and trains and spiders. Oh, oh that poor then person. Then you just don't get this game. Just don't, That's what don't you look do. at it. Don't, don't, don't yeah. think about it. Don't write letters. Don't do, just walk away. <laughs> they'd see that picture and they'd be scarred for weeks. Going, I just can't get it out of my room. Oh my gosh! I know you're talking about one scary uh, game, but the the fridge is red. So I don't I don't do scary oh, games. Oh yes. I tend to look away during the scary game trailers, but I watched the fridge is red for some reason, and I saw the part where he the button on the elevator had an eyeball behind it, and then he yes! like screwed the button back into the elevator, and I was like. 
now I can't push buttons in elevators for the rest of my life. Cool. Now, now that's another thing ruined for me. Yes, I did watch Ugh. that. I was like, oof, no. Well, you know what? It's survival like, or mm. horror is like super horror. I'm, I tap out anyway. I can watch it all day long. I cannot control it. I, I just jip and I just, I don't know what it is about it, but nope. I will but say yeah, the reason looks- I watched that trailer is because the, the visual styling on it is fantastic. Like they did a great job I'll give of it that. the PlayStation mm-hmm. 1 aesthetics. Like I was captivated by the look of it. But everything that was happening, I was just like sitting there transfixed going, no, no, no. I don't, I have a yeah. thing about, <laughs> I have, a, I don't like scary things in general. And also I have a thing about eyes and the fridge is red is like specifically so eye based horror. And uh-huh. no, yeah. no, no, yeah. it's not a game for Troy dolls. No. <laughs> so yeah, that, those, that was the last one that really caught my eye up until uh, I don't know if you guys saw this one, and it just, I'm surprised this wasn't one of those games that came out of Devolver, because this seems like it would have been right up their alley. Gory, Cuddly Carnage. Oh, you're, is this? I, you're a Wait. cat on a hoverboard, yeah. killing mutant unicorns, or some weird I'm almost positive that's what it said. Uh, I think they were evil unicorns. Evil unicorns. Because there was a a song, a jingle, that played at the end of the trailer that said, you're a cat on a hoverboard killing evil unicorns. (laughs) That just, it's insanity, and I want to play it. I really do. That was one of those moments where I was like, video games are good. I like video games. Right? (laughs) It's people like, the developers who come up with just some of the most outlandish stuff that's the those are the gold mines you know Mm -hmm. like they should be given bigger projects because they've got some innovation and imagination they're just like what would be insane a cat a hoverboard unicorns that are evil and blood (laughs) and gore abounds sign me up let's do it i dig it uh my last (laughs) shout out is just the entire wholesome direct because i love the wholesome direct and I love I love cute wholesome indie games that make me happy, and just everything mm-hmm. in the wholesome direct. Either either I was like that looks cute and I'm so excited to play it, or that looks cute and I know somebody who's so excited to play it. Now, oftentimes that was my co-editor at Geek to Geek Alinzia because she likes the farming sims that I don't like so much, and so the wholesome direct was basically just me going, "That's either a me game, an Alinzia game, or a both of us game," and it just made me happy. It's a it's a good show. Yeah, it's fun. The hubs told me that the other day that he's happy that I'm a gamer because he hasn't had to look for a game in years, <laughs> and that I, every time I just tell him, "I think you'll like this one," you're always right. So, <laughs> you got good instincts. You know what people it's like. like. It's like I know my hubs or something. I don't know. Blaze, did you have another one? Oh man, well, there, I mean, there was a couple I think good mentions in the Epic Showcase, even though I know we're not like huge Epic fans here. But hey, you know, when you see a good game, because uh, they did do a little bit more of the Ghostbusters Spirits, uh, Spirits Unleashed, where you got a closer look at the ghosts, um, or a ghost, I guess, in mm-hmm. particular, the ectoplast that you can play, showing you how each variant can affect your gameplay or the strategy that you want to play. So that was kind of interesting to see, because I was like, kind of had my eye on this one, but us in multiplayer games, it just kind of depends on if we'll ever have time to sure. have multiple players but uh it, i i like the style of it i don't know i i would love to i would love to give it a couple of runs yeah. as the ectoblast <laughs> uh but yeah i wrote that down because i know you and i have been discussing it you know um over the course of the pod since it 
was uh, announced. Right. Um, and uh, the summer update for Sifu mm-hmm. looked good, too. Mm-hmm. So if you're playing that one, um, looks like, I don't know, it looks like it's turning into one of those that people will, um, like, tournament with the fighting because sure. it seems like a lot of the stuff was increasing enemy attack speeds. So making it harder for you, um, adding golden weapons, um, a low gravity mode, which looked like it made it hard for you to jump or something. Huh. So like good slow-mo. So it was kind of interesting new modes, bullet time mode. Uh, so that'll be dropping in August. So it looks like you're getting uh, different modes that you can play the game. in. it's just interesting to see a game like that from an indie team. That looks like it's just going to continually keep getting updates like that. So I think it's cool and like to shout out an indie team that looks like they're working hard for you. So, um, and then they showed a little bit about what Alan Wake Two, which I hope means when they were showing it on this one that that didn't mean that it's not coming out on all the things. Because I just remember all of the I think tomfoolery of the first game <laughs> and how it was supposed to come on everywhere and then it was supposed to be PC and then it got canned and then it went to Xbox only and then I had to give up because I was like, how am I supposed to play this game? It, it, yeah. shows, it shows PlayStation 5, Xbox, no date yet for Switch, but apparently it's coming to Switch. The Alan Wake, oh, that's Alan Wake Remastered I'm looking at, sorry. Yeah, um, but I, think, I just need two to come to PS5 because the hubs has to play it for me because right. now that it's gone full on first person horror, I have <laughs> to tap out, but I want to know the rest of the story. So I just needed to come to PlayStation 5 so he can play it. That's my only request. Did you, <laughs> you can do whatever you want after that. Steven, did you make note of the two? Did you, did you see there were two kaiju games shown off over the course of the week here? Oh, uh, yeah. No. One was an epic, which is what made me just remember. One is uh, that's called mm. Giga Blast, which kind of gives me War yeah, of the Monsters yes. vibes. I think I wrote that down for Steven as well. Giga Bash. Yeah. Or Giga Bash. Yeah. Um, yeah. Looks like it's large monsters beat them up. That sounds um, familiar for but some But the monster's reason. kind of robot-y, too. It's, it's been announced before. Yeah, I did before. write it down. Okay, so yeah, I have seen Just this. for Steven. Mm-hmm. Um, and then and then there was one during the Wholesome Direct, <clears throat> excuse me, called Kaichu, where the, the monsters kiss. And that's all I know about <laughs> it, is that it's a Kaiju game where, where the monsters kiss. And I'm like, all right, cool. Okay, I want that <laughs> one now, too. I'll have I to look that, that one, one up. Too. I missed that one. Uh, but yeah, so that was the, and then so I think games. the only other one I wrote down out of the epic oh, one wow. was PC Building Simulator 2 because I'm that nerd oof. that had fun with the first one. So I was like, oof, two? So Lisa, you yeah. can just build me a PC for real so I can actually play PC games. and Send me parts, yeah, I build. Those, those parts are expensive <laughs> is the problem. Uh-huh, I know. <laughs> I'm, I just built one again. <laughs> I'm literally eyeing the Steam Deck as an alternative to trying to get a gaming PC at some point because I'm like, you know, this thing's basically as powerful as any gaming PC that I would build, probably for cheaper and less headache, and it's portable. Like, that that might be, like... Mm-hmm. And it's, like, so many updates that's been coming by the time you would actually physically get one in your hands. It'll probably have all the things you actually want from it. <laughs> I might really... I'm still checking. I never listen. got an email yet that it's my turn, so I... It's been over a year. If and when I get a Steam Deck, I will probably play like Pokemon and Link's Awakening on it more than anything else. So it's ridiculous for me to want one. The but thing you can one. already play on the Switch, right? Exa- I, I would do the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> like, why did I do this? Why did I spend $800 for another way to play RimWorld? I don't know. Um, 
Uh, what uh, else, Steven? <laughs> I'm looking. We we haven't talked about some of the bigger games, which I'll be honest with you, I, I could do give have at a the damn. Top here, some of the world premieres. Okay, so um, what what exactly? Because well, they kicked it off with giving us more of a look at some of the characters in Street Fighter Six. Oh my gosh! So if you were looking at one of those bigger games, it just looks like more upgraded I'm, Street Fighter to I'm me. So, so I don't mad. really know what more to say. I'm so oh, mad yeah? that that was the kickoff. The kickoff was Street Fighter Six. That's true. That character was the very reveal first thing. is. Guile, the guy you think of when you think of Street Fighter. He's going to be in this one. It's Street Fighter, yeah. man. It's in Street Fighter. Coming to oh Smash my Brothers. It's Link. Like, yeah, we know. <laughs> like, that's not a reveal. Yeah, I don't it's know. I, I found that kind of entertaining that that was the one that we kicked off the entirety of Summerfest or Summer Game Fest on. But sure, there you go. I was, so if you're excited... If you're excited, that's great. More luck. I was yeah. waiting for it to yeah. be a joke. Like, I, I I, literally thought it was a joke. And then they were going to reveal something unexpected. And I was like, no, this, it's just, it's just, okay. It's just that. It's just Mr. Yeah. Street Fighter. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and then uh, they did show off a cinematic trailer for a very bleak new Aliens world. Aliens Dark Descent. <laughs> I... Here's a very, very bleak trailer. At least I know you're not you're not the biggest AAA person, and I'm not either. And I'm becoming yeah. like the more I do like the video game. I think over stuff, the last four years, it started to make it even worse for me wanting to like AAA. Right. But yes, like I, I, <laughs> I don't. That's the thing is I can't tell if it's paying more attention is making me like AAA games less, or if they're just Probably. getting worse. But like this trailer was very, very cool. And it's like, look at this super intense alien, blah, 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 blah. And then at the end, for like a half a second, they're like, it's a twin stick shooter. Anyway, moving on. And I'm like, wait, what? You, what? It's, it's the top down ah! shooter in alien? Like, that's weird. Yeah, and no, the hell with that. I guess that there. Right. Well, I was, I was tapped out already because I feel like we've done that enough. There was a press release format. later <laughs> where they talked more about the mechanics and it sounds like there's more going on, but the, the like snippet of gameplay they showed at the end, like, I was excited by the trailer and then that snippet of gameplay just totally lost me because I was like, oh, this looks like this looks like something I would play on my phone. It's this does not look yeah. like this doesn't look like okay. the trailer looked like at all. Like totally disconnected. A very bleak trailer for nothing then. Okay, well then moving on. <laughs> But uh, let's see the other one. I mean, they gave us more of a look at Callista Protocol uh-huh. also. So if that's something you had your eye on and you're a huge Dead Space fan, same, same, you know, some of the same people involved. It definitely looks like it'll scratch that itch. Um, December 2nd, 2022. So they set a release date. So Merry Christmas. Happy mm-hmm. Callisto Protocol. That game looks <laughs> very pretty and very unpleasant. Oh my gosh. It just looks brutal. Yeah. It was just that, that one death at the end where the alien or whatever it was that chopped off just the front half of his head. And then you see the back half of his head just hanging out. Yes. It's just there. Just chilling. I was like, <laughs> So I can't play it. But I, I had a friend that was big into dead space games so i've been sending him these trailers because i was like i know you were sad when it was gone look look upgraded (laughs) um and then the other one i saw was the fort solace Mm -hmm. which was one of the other bigger ones that uh the new one with roger clark julia brown and troy baker yeah yeah. are voicing it built in unreal um looked like it was just another cinematic trailer really um it's another or sci-fi game yeah (laughs) I feel like space was the theme this year. We really want off Earth. Mm-hmm. Hey, yeah. You I know. saw a lot of space games this year, <laughs> which is fair. 
kind of ready. But remember, we we had this conversation about space, and it's getting old, man. At least it, in my book, it is. Everything's in space. Everything is zombies and undead things, and I'm bored of it. You know, I want more. I want. I want the plucky well, squire. Well, we'll get the plucky squire. I don't know. Troy Baker says it's a fast, tight thriller. Whee! Like all the others. All I'm saying. I don't know. I saw a scary game, and I was like, nope. I saw a tweet. <laughs> I just pulled it back up from at uh, Orteal42 that says, Indie games, what if you were a little fly? What if the sentient locomotive was after you? What if you tidied up a house? What if you were a bear who runs a bed and breakfast? Triple A games, what if you had a gun? And that, yeah. that yep. was kind of the energy <laughs> this, this summer game is fest. it. <laughs> yep. Yep. I, and I think that's another reason why I tend to gravitate to, more towards indie too. It's just usually more interesting storytelling and more ridiculous situations. It's not the same, you know. Well, I mean, what now was triple A breaks through once in a while? I mean, like I still got to give props to like Witcher Three, Last of Us, to you know, gorgeous games, so, yeah, really good stories. But but seriously, what was one of the first announced games out of Game Fest as soon as this shit started? Call of Duty: Modern Warfare Two. Bah! And as soon as they said that, I checked out. And I yeah. said, I will be back whenever you're done talking about this because I don't care. You In know fact, what I also noticed? I'm so... And it's kind of a given at this point. Yes, there will be another FIFA. There will be another Call of Duty. There will be... Like, we know you're going to get a new one of those every single year. They... It feels like a lot of the, like, cute and interesting games were backloaded in Summer Game Fest, and they kicked off with a block of, like, really upsetting horror games. And I feel like that's mm-hmm. backwards. Do the cute ones up first. Like like how TV, you know, after 10 o'clock at night, you can show more stuff yeah. or whatever it is. I feel like yeah, that's, how, dark, that's yeah. how game announcements should go. It's like, all right, let me sit down and watch the cute cuddly things, and then you can put all your spooky poking eyeball out with a razor blade things at the end right? and I can stop <laughs> Later on when I go to bed. <laughs> Uh, there was a new one announced yeah. from, or I guess it's not announced. It's been announced before, but Zenless Zone Zero is from the team that does Genshin Impact, and it's like, uh, like oh, yeah. anime, sci-fi, futuristic, urban thing. And I've only played a little mm. bit of Genshin Impact, uh, but I like the gameplay on it a lot. So I'm very mm. curious to see another thing from them. I haven't played it, but um, my uh, sister-in-law's kid, oldest, loves it. It's a good video game. Like, I, I don't love the yeah, gotcha plays, mechanics in plays it. plays the but hell out of it. So. Yeah, the gameplay's good. It's fun. Yeah. I, I, I watched them play it, and yeah, I mean, I could see exactly why. They just love it, love it, love it. Uh, uh, oh, how about One Piece? Yeah, I don't know. Do you guys know One Piece? I'm aware of it. Uh, aware I did of it, see yeah, the but... trailer for it. I, I, I can't have, say I'm excited about it, but... I've watched, like, the first episode of One Piece once, I think. I know nothing mm. about the franchise, but I really like its visual style, so every time there's a One Piece game, I'm, like, a little tempted by it. And this one, like, it looks like kind of a cool, like, open-world adventure RPG thing, and I'm like, maybe this is... Maybe I'll just not watch One Piece, and I'll just play the One Piece game, and that'll be <laughs> my go. experience of One Piece. <laughs> get, get your experience with it that way. I dig it. I dig it. There was a game I think I saw a trailer for this morning that kind of caught my interest to a point. I don't know. It just seemed like silly, cute, fun called Lumberjack. Oh, yeah. And you're like a a big lumberjack bear trying to remember the the gameplay that was going on. You're like destroying industry. There's like the the units set up like 
an oil refinery in the woods and you go and you take your axe and just break it down and i'm like okay <laughs> get them there yeah, yeah. You're just going to chop down and recycle anything man-made. Yeah. Get it out of the way. Get it out of my backyard. And you know what? Fair. <laughs> we did kind of build all up in their home. But it's it's got one of those art styles that we see with a lot of indie games, kind of like yeah. uh, uh, Donut County or... or yeah. What was it? Low, uh, low poly, flat shading. Yeah, yeah the, the goose game yeah. kind of thing. Yeah. So, I, I you know, I like that kind of stuff. And that, yeah. that seemed kind of fun. Video games are good. That that was my ultimate takeaway from this week. Like there was nothing that blew me away. Um, there was not like a big, you know, shadow drop that I was like, oh my gosh, I can't believe it's out now. But like, that's just like, man, mm. these are fun, and it felt a little disorganized. Like I know, Lacey, you were trying to catch up on it all at once, but I was mostly watching this as yeah. they happened, and mm-hmm. like trying to figure out like where and when the next stream is was a little confusing because these aren't all affiliated and i feel like if e3 was happening these would have all been connected to that and it would have been a little easier to follow along with and i think i'm wondering too if they tried to make accommodations because did, how long have we known e3 was canceled this year since like february i, I want to say yeah it was right a while. but like do you think all of the people who would have been involved would have had ample time to replan for a different showcase yeah i don't know just playing devil's advocate i'm not sure how that all gets put together but it was (laughs) because they probably like devolver is usually always e3 right so but they showed it off here in summer game fest so i'm wondering if some last minute moving around to try to get them like hey we can't be an e3 can we do it again jeff's like sure of course well but there's it's not even all because like summer game fest is a thing and the netflix showcase was part of that but like i don't think the future games Mm -hmm. show is technically affiliated with summer game fest i know gorilla collective i don't believe is technically affiliated and then ign does it's like summer of games that's at the same time as game fest which is actually where a lot of these announcements happen so they're all it's all a little spread out and good call it was or like a, yeah it was I didn't think about that. just a little weird to follow there's a website that's does it's uh e3recap.com that does a really good job mm-hmm. of like putting together everything yeah. in one place and so that's how i figured out like when is the next when and where is the next thing happening um, mm-hmm. but overall, like I, I was, you know, th- this wasn't as exciting as an E3, I don't think, but it was still like really fun. It's just fun to see a mm-hmm. bunch of games all kind of getting announced at the same time and, and the internet all collectively talking about them together. It just makes me happy. Well, I remember there's still two more days. That's so, true. Like, there's That's even true. all day today. And I think Monday, well, today, I mean, in yeah, podcast yeah, yeah. world, because you're listening on a Monday, right? Um, <laughs> is uh, there, there's some more stuff on the 13th as well, yeah. but not like a lot. It looked like there might have been. And like, I, I still think Nintendo's there, got so. something either this week or next week. I think we'll see a Nintendo Sure. Direct. Right, I do too. Yeah, because they had pulled out of E3 altogether a long time ago, so like I wasn't expecting them to join up on anything because mm. since they have been doing their own directs and uh, mm. stuff like that. So we'll see. We'll see. I'm sure there'll be a lot more to come. Um, but yeah, video games, games are good. To chat about? Yeah, I think we've uh, covered about what we can within an, the allotted amount of time. Right. I feel like yeah, it's we... already long and. I didn't even cross out all the ones I wrote down. So <laughs> yeah, we, there was a lot. about a lot of games. And if we'd have waited for the Bethesda, uh, Microsoft thing, mm-hmm. it would have just been more. The PC gaming thing, more. Oh, I'm sure some of this would have got shoved around. Yeah. You never know. Because clearly I didn't hit all of this either. So we'll talk about it next week, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. If it's worth talking about. 
And yeah, I'm taking pot shots. It's okay. It's fine. There's, there's. He doesn't share the same love of Bethesda. <laughs> I don't because they've only done me. Uh, they've only given me one game that I was like, <gasps> and I guess I've just not played the others. So yeah, I, I, I liked care. Fallout. So I liked. I like Fallout. The the Elder Scrolls series. I like. I've never played it. So see, that's that's why. There's how many iterations have they re released, and I've never played one. Why? And I've got to wait well, for I mean, the, Elder the newest Scrolls one. Elder Scrolls is different games. It wasn't just Skyrim Forever and Ever since the beginning of time. Like there was other Elder Scrolls game. It's just Skyrim got put on right, more consoles than others. But Todd, I just Todd, if you're it. listening, Todd, please give me Morrowind on Switch. Just you don't have to make it pretty. It doesn't need any updates. Just <laughs> please put Morrowind on Switch so I can play Morrowind on right? Switch. Please, Todd. Please. I still have the CDs for the PC. Like, I could still try to load them up and, and play it that way. Mm. Morrowind is still one Morrowind. of my favorite games of all time. Morrowind came out when my brother moved back home after college. And so my older brother basically played Morrowind as a job. Mm. So, like, I would go to school and he was playing Morrowind. And then I would come home from school and he was still playing Morrowind. I was, like, some of the best bonding I ever had with my brother was playing Morrowind. Yeah. And it's amazing. It's such a good game. And Sky- Skyrim is Skyrim's fine. Skyrim does a lot of things. I do agree. I like Morrowind the best still out of them. It's but Skyrim the was a lot it's of fun, so too. It's so good. But I Switch also top. play on PC, so I mod the crap out of everything. So I breathe new life into the game over and over and over again with new mods and things like that. So Counterpoint, Lace. Um, but, yeah. Morrowind on Switch, mm-hmm. you can play Morrowind everywhere. See? True. See? See? True. See? If they if they if they did it. <laughs> <laughs> if they do it. But yeah, we'll see. We'll see. I'm I'm expecting maybe um more of their Starfield game and um I don't expect Elder Scroll Six ever. I just don't <laughs> expect them to ever say anything about it. That's um, fair. What if Shirley Curry being in it and she better stay in it as an NPC. What if they like crossed out Elder Scrolls Six? And wrote Skyrim 2. <laughs> God, that would be. Actually, I would love it from just like a marketing standpoint because I could collectively hear all the gamer boys trademark, like, <laughs> you know? But yeah, I'd probably be like, can you not though? <laughs> or, or better yet, the joke. better hilarious. yet, they cross out Elder Scrolls 6 and write Skyrim 3. Oh, God, right? <laughs> the internet would lose its mind for a minute. <clears throat> well, all right. Well, keep checking it out. I'm sure we'll be back next week with some more tail end stuff. But I think that's our show. I think that is our Summer Game Fest um, Super Mega Crash Edition. Thank you so much for joining us, Troidal 2, and having all the fun combos. Mm-hmm. Um, but don't forget, you can hit us up sometime on Twitter at Super Mega Crash or go to Instagram to view the weekly icon art Stephen puts his time and love into. Um, you can send us an email to supermegacrash at gmail.com. Support the show by liking and leaving reviews on your preferred podcast app. And you can even go to patreon.com forward slash pencil and paper productions. You want more entertainment? Go on over to YouTube forward slash pencil and paper productions. And since we suck at Discord, you really need to help make us better by coming on over and joining. Links, I'm sure, are in the description below. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much for listening. I am Lacey Finley. I am Stephen White. Troy, don't tell them where they can I find you. I was just going to say... And before we wrap it up, where do we find Troidal? <laughs> uh, d- 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 on on the internet as the Troidal internet. Power. <laughs> uh, Perfect. Yeah, there's there's a TroidalPower.com, but I don't really use it much. I'm on Geek2Geek Media. I'm on Twitter at Troidal Power. I'm in the Super Mega Crash Discord. 
uh, I have many, many podcasts, but just if you, if you are like, man, that, that turtle power, I sure like the sound of their voice. I want to hear more of their voice. Just find me on Twitter and be like, Hey, where are you? And I'll point you to something that I do. Well, you have a nice, neat little link on your Twitter too. Hey, that you takes do. you to where, um, all of your stuff. So do I? yeah, just go click on that. Do I? Oh dear. You're you do. Is, oh, good. The link tree. Oh, good. Wow, yeah. I'll I feel me? like that's how I stalked you one time oh. um, when when you were on the show. So yeah, uh, he made it all very nice, neat, and easy, even though he didn't remember he did that. And if you really, really like me, you can go to Patreon.com/slash/TroidalPower and support me there. And I'll give you you can listen to me play XCOM and see a drawing I did of a really buff Snorlax and a really sad Charmander Ooh. and what other ever other random doodles pop into my head. Oh wait, I did see you posting some of those on Twitter with the the Snorlax. Yeah, right? the somebody Twitter. wanted to buff yeah, Snorlax yeah, and yeah. I was like, "Okay, I draw that." So yeah. Fandom that's, that's in every me. every circle. Yeah. <laughs> Links down below as usual for your convenience. Excellent. Thanks for but having me, guys. Anyway, Yes, thanks for coming on. That was Absolutely. our Summer Game Fest. And don't forget, you can join us next time, Super Mega Crash Siblings. But I hope until then, you... Game on! This has been a Pencil and Paper Podcast Network production.